It's the Real Estate Podcast, across every state, city and town of Australia. And welcome to another episode of the Real Estate Podcast, available on iHeartRadio and also Spotify and Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts from. It's a Thursday, the 30th of June for 2022. And coming up, we're talking emotional property buying versus due diligence of recent sales and good evidence of factual market value. In this moment of time, what is the best practice? And we'll talk to a Brisbane auctioneer that had to deal with both of those last weekend. If you are celebrating your birthday for the 30th of June, Mike Tyson is turning 56 today. And there's some talk of Mike Tyson getting back into the ring. Don't do it. We are just as addicted to property as you are. It's the Real Estate Podcast, across Australia, seven days a week. It's the main centre forecast with propertybuyer.com.au. All right, let's have a look at your weather around Australia. First, we go to Sydney. Good morning to you. Expecting a cloudy but dry day, a high of 19 degrees. Melbourne also, a little bit of cloud around, but dry and 13 is your forecast high. Brisbane, one or two showers today for your Thursday and expecting your high of 21 and in Perth expecting blue sunny skies and your high of 19 degrees. Grab your coffee and switch on your real estate breakfast every weekday morning from 6.30. Well, we know the market has changed, corrected, softened, gone south, whatever people are saying, but it doesn't mean, as we've said before, that it's widespread and it's affecting all houses right across the country. And how much is emotion rather than facts still fueling a price point with different properties? I suggest probably a lot. And people can also say, I would never pay that price on a property now because I'm looking for a bargain. Someone who has a really strong emotional connection who might say, I'm in it for the long haul and what I probably pay now is possibly a snip in 18 months to two years from now. So let's welcome in this morning Brisbane's only female auctioneer, Tara Kelly. And good morning to you, Tara. Great to have you on the podcast. Good morning. Really good to be on here. Thank you. Thanks for having me. So in relation to people having a mindset on picking up a bargain versus someone emotionally invested who is looking for the long haul, as I suggested, these are two vastly different buyers. And last weekend, you had a property that went to auction that you were calling where I think you had this same scenario taking place and playing out. Tell us a little bit about what happened. Yeah, sure. Look, we get this a lot, you know, the the emotional buyer versus sort of the buyer's agent unemotional. When emotion comes into it, I guess they will reach a lot higher than someone who's just out there looking for a bargain. Certainly in this market at this point, um, there is quite a few more unemotional buyers just thinking that there is that bargain out there to be had. Unfortunately, uh, within the inner city suburbs, it's not quite that way just yet. We haven't seen um, any bargains yet. And I think vendors are still holding their prices, you know, quite high. 
and certainly, you know, around New Farm, it's a, it's a very, very popular suburb. And, you know, we had six registered bidders on the day. And I guess the market will pay what the market will pay. And, and for this gentleman, um, he was, uh, he'd been to a, an auction prior uh, and missed out, which creates um, even more emotion. He loved the street, you know, versus the buyer's agent who sort of just looked at the figures and looked at the past sales. And, and often this, this doesn't really present with the price, you know, it's, it's, you've really got to add emotion in there and someone who will be willing to pay. And like you said before, they're in it for the long term. They're not going to walk away and look back, you know, in 10 years time and say, oh gosh, I paid 50 grand too much. Um, Because by that point, we would presume it would be worth a lot more than that. Yeah. And in this case, it's a buyer's agent who will, of course, bring the knowledge of stats and the due diligence into the shape of price structure versus, as I said, the long term buyer who loves the area, the street, the home and is just prepared to pay that top dollar. So I wonder just how much of a bit of a change in the mindset possibly some of the buyer's agents have got to adapt to this changing market. Yeah, certainly. I, I think um, for sure they they probably have to keep in mind that there are many, many buyers. Obviously, during the, the peak November, December last year when we were crazy, there is lots of buyers that missed out during that period and are still very, very emotionally attached to inner city areas, suburbs they love. So stats and figures, you know, it, while it all adds up and can all come to a figure, you know, to the buyer's agent that they think is fair, I think always adding 10, 15% on that figure. And I know that sounds shocking, but unfortunately, that's what they're up against. Now, you mentioned New Farm. It's a fantastic hot suburb of Brisbane. So what are you seeing on the premium quality homes in Brisbane right now in this changing market? I think you alluded to the fact that they are sort of holding steady prices. They are holding steady. We're certainly seeing less, you know, crowds and and probably even less bidding. Most of the time, the auctions aren't looking, you know, like the fire and brimstone that they were November, December last year. They are a bit more of an arm wrestle. As auctioneers and agents, we are definitely having to do a bit more work prior to and at the auction. But it's not necessarily, you know, decreasing any any figures. They're still selling. We're still getting interest. So whilst it's um, it definitely may look slower to the market and the media, certainly prices and, and sales aren't aren't decreasing. And what is probably the most surprising thing for you as an auctioneer working in Brisbane that you're seeing right now? There are a lot of buyers agents out there. The market is is flooded with them. So I am probably surprised that, you know, they aren't including that emotional interest tax, shall we say, to their negotiations. But certainly I think, you know, after this conversation and probably after they attend a, a few auctions um, in the next coming months, they'll, they'll certainly be, be thinking about that. And Tara, as mentioned, you are the only Brisbane female auctioneer. It traditionally has been a bloke's domain. In anything that we do, it's always about finding the point of difference, and you certainly have that on your side. What else do you think your point of difference is as an auctioneer? 
I guess I add, um, like we were we were discussing earlier, I probably add a little bit more um, calmness to the auction. Now, this this I don't sort of like putting myself against the guys. I think I would just like to be a good auctioneer in the realm of women uh, and men. People are surprised when they see me up there. They're surprised at the pre-auction meetings that there's a, a female in their presence. But look, it's met with um, with enthusiasm. It's met with positivity, and I think I sort of just bring that that calm motherly vibe, shall we say, to the auction, which I guess the guys just can't do. <laughs> no, they're not renowned for that. And no. also there are other female auctioneers around Australia who are winning awards and they're really giving the boys a run for their money. Yeah, absolutely. And I think we've seen um, a bit of a theme in the in the media lately, you know, that these female agents and real estate people are kicking huge goals within the industry. And certainly um, females in that auctioneer space, I mean, they offer so much, um, like we just spoke about, you know, the nurturing, more calm, colourful auction. And I just think that they, they belong in that space. And what was it that made you particularly want to become an auctioneer? And how much of a challenge was that when you first started? I've been in real estate for 12 years um, and was around auctions for about three years as a sort of auction assistant. I absolutely got a kick out of the process, the whole campaign um, from start to finish, but in particular, that pointy end bit at the property where you saw the auctioneer have to build quite a connection um, quite quickly with the vendors um, and of course the buyers as well, meeting them most of the time on that day. I loved how uh, you have to think on your feet, you know, it's it's a quick process, but you become quite close to the people um, and they, they trust you. So it's important that you are a trustworthy person and you work with the agent. You're really at that pointy end of the deal and afterwards, whether it sells or it doesn't sell, you've sort of gained trust um, from the vendor and the buyer and you can work towards a sale afterwards. But of course, if it does sell under the hammer, the best feeling in the world is seeing the vendors and the buyers celebrate. I just absolutely love that that feeling. And Tara, I've seen a few female auctioneers in action and I've seen you as well. Women, it seems to me, they don't style the way they run an auction off the way the boys do. It's more, shall we say, quite calm, even subdued, which has that completely different style and vibe, which I think it's very contrasting between the two sexes. Yeah, it definitely is. Um, I think we're very used to seeing that block style auction where it's kind of bridging on the yelling thing. Um, <laughs> so I, I certainly have toned it down. I feel um, personally, and this is just a personal opinion, that people, if they're feeling comfortable at an auction, they will be more inclined to bid. That has worked for me in the three years I've been doing it. I just work on making people feel comfortable. Um, I entice them to bid. You know, I think that's just that says something within the industry and especially how we're going. People really have to feel comfortable at an auction. Um, and if they feel comfortable, they'll bid and often they will they'll pay more <laughs> cheekily. Well, it seems that you're doing everything right. All the best moving forward for the rest of 2022 in the auctioneer domain. And thanks for coming on to the Real Estate Podcast this morning. Really appreciate it. Thank you so much for having me. Enjoy the rest of your day. From first home buyers to property investors and everything in between, every morning on the Real Estate Podcast. Oh yeah, we've got to make mention too of the Hunter Valley Wine and Tourism Association for this wonderful Hunter Valley prize package that we are giving away. Time is running out. Isn't that right, Katie Lee? Oh, it is, Craig. Thanks for having me back. Oh, 
It's getting close now. Make sure you have those seven secret words for the chance to win. And perhaps we can just step through some more of these pieces that we have already talked about, just a bit of a recap on what people could win. Ah, yes, absolutely. So some more prize components is a full day bike hire with Sutton Estate, and that's very hungry work. So you've got a five-course degustation lunch with Escobim Badgen, plus a two-course dinner with Red Salt Restaurant at Crown Plaza Hunter Valley and a $100 deluxe tasting voucher with Julius Wine. Sounds great. And time is running out. Time is of the essence. So we'll get you back tomorrow. And I don't know what we're going to talk about tomorrow. Maybe more recaps. Oh, there's just so much to this prize, Craig. I have no doubt. We connect you to the best real estate information across Australia. The Real Estate Podcast. 